Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. I hope you had a beautiful Passover and that you're healthy and well. We continue learning our book, Hodot HaLevavot, Duties of the Heart, with Rabbi Baia Ibn Pakuda, and we're in the chapter of the Gate of Trust in God. We're almost at the end of it. And we were speaking last time about concessions, about pledges, about telling Hashem, if you give me this, I'll give you that. And how problematic that is. That we should never be tempting God or putting, um, uh, putting uh, things that we need in front of Him. Like, it's okay to pray. It's okay to pray, to ask God for our needs. He even wants us to do that because we acknowledge that everything comes from Him. When we're asking God, we know this is the only, only being that can give us what we need. But that's one thing. And another thing is to demand, to ask for demands and, and say, Hashem, you owe me because I did this and you owe me for this and, and I did this for you. So I, you have to give me this house. Or if, you, if, I, if I start keeping kosher, then you have to give me that. This is what Rabbi Pakuda is saying, that it's very problematic, that it's something that we should never, never do. It's, it's not a good idea. It's a challenge for us because in reality, if we look at our life and we do a lot of things for Hashem all day, we're all day learning Torah and we're doing mitzvot and we're being a good son or a good daughter. Nevertheless, if we put it in the balance and we see everything that Hashem has done for us, beginning that He opens our eyes in the morning and we can see and you can breathe and you can talk and you can have your coffee and you count every little bracha He gives you and you're not looking at your life as something normal and something that this is the way it should be but you, without entitlement you see it like everything is really a privilege from God just to be here in this world in his garden and be able to be part of his, of his world then who are we to come and ask and demand and be entitled for things that we need it doesn't make sense so he says here that anyone who asks for a deposit of surety asks for a fixed and finite amount. This amount is proportional to the amount the lender is willing to give to his part of the deal. But in this case, when it comes to demanding a surety from Hashem, there is no end to what the person can demand before he will enter into the arrangement. Like we can ask and ask and ask and demand and demand and demand. But the problem is that there's no end to it. There's never going to be an end and we don't know when we're going to die. We don't know if we're going to be able to pay everything we owe. So the third challenge springs from point, pointing out another flaw in this arrangement. If someone demands a pledge, he can do so only if he does not already owe the person. He's dealing with something already of this person, has no existing claim against him. If he does, then even if the person he owes were to offer a surety out of the goodness of his heart, it would not be appropriate to accept it. It is therefore unmanageable to ask for a promise and pledge from God. You owe him so much already. Like, if you're asking someone to help you with something and he already helped you enough, like, what, with what face you're going to come to this person and tell him, can you help me again? Like, there has to be some shame. Right? So it says, if this is so with a person, with a human being of, of, of bone and flesh, how much more it would be with Hashem that we owe Him so much already. And so he says here 
Suppose you were to lay out all the good things you have ever done. Imagine that you put in, in, in a paper every little thing that you have done for God, every little good thing you have done. And um, in fact, take all the good things that every person has ever done for him uh, from the beginning of time. Imagine that we would put everybody's good deeds since Adam and Eve, then attribute them to you. They would not be even sufficient in the, in the slightest compared to the kindness that God has given to you in your lifetime. So imagine, not even the, all the goodness of the world can compare to what he has given to each individual. How then can anyone demand a pledge over and above everything that Hashem has already given? So whatever he has done already obliges a person to fulfill what he's required of him. He will already be hard-pressed to honor the debt in his lifetime. I, I tell you something, I feel in my lifetime so blessed, thank God, so blessed. And, and I don't mean that I have a perfect life, like everything is perfect. Everybody has their own uh, stones, little rocks in their shoes. Everybody has to deal with things in life. But nevertheless, I can feel the goodness of him. I can feel his hand in everything. I can feel his guidance every day of my life. I can see it with my own eyes. Like things happen to me that are like, only Hashem can do this for me. That I say my whole life is not going to be enough to pay God for every little kindness he does for me. And, and this is truly the way I feel. I feel if you would open your eyes every day and see the kindness of God in your life, you would see that it's like you go to the supermarket and you need this and you need that and you need it's a miracle that you have everything you need that everything is there waiting for you who's doing this for you it's Hashem you know now that we just went through Pesach it was very challenging because we needed eggs for the Seder, we needed this, we needed that, and I couldn't find it easily. It was not like I came to the supermarket, there were tons of eggs. There was none. The people were waking up at seven o'clock in the morning to get the eggs. And if you were not at seven o'clock in the morning, they, there were no more eggs. So the, 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 to come to the Seder, to sit in my table and see that I had the eggs I needed for the for holiday, to have everything I needed, I was like, Hashem, thank you. Like, really, it was a braha. It was a blessing because it was so, I could see that he gave me everything I needed. I didn't miss anything. For example, the horseradish I use for the Seder plate, I only saw it in one place. When there's always tons of it on this time of the year, I only saw it in one place. When I saw it, I bought it, like two weeks before Pesach. I said, okay, I'm gonna put it there because maybe I won't find any more. But he put everything I needed in front of my eyes. I didn't miss anything. So when you live your life like this, and, and I can give you hundreds of examples. For example, there was no bounty anywhere. And, and in Pesach, I'm very careful with the, with the paper I use for, with, the, with, the, with the paper towel I use because sometimes these paper towels have flour on them. And you cannot dry the food, the fried food in this paper towel. You have to be careful. The only one I know for sure that doesn't have is Bounty. And there were no paper towels anywhere. So I ordered them from Amazon like, um, I don't know, like weeks before and they never arrived. And I remember I was doing this schnitzel that I do for Pesach, this special schnitzel with the almond crust. 
and I, I was not drying it up I was just putting it like that because I was not I couldn't think like maybe this napkin is not uh, kosher for Pesach and I didn't use it and at that moment I told my daughter like oh I really miss these bounties and at that second the door the doorbell came and there was a box with the bounties that I had ordered weeks in advance from Amazon and they arrived just in time so these are little things that are not little things they're huge things this is the things that sustain us and we think this is a coincidence amazing it just came in time what a good luck it's not it's not that way it's really Hashem's kindness towards you every second of the day and when you live your your life looking at that and you see every little braha every little uh, blessing braha privilege however you want to call it kindness from God in your life then how can you ask or tell God okay if I keep kosher but you have to give me a million dollars how are you gonna do that you can't it's not right so so this is what Rabbi Pakuda is teaching us and it says here that a tzaddik once posed people a question he asked do you think it would be fair for God to demand of you to pay right now any debts of or financial obligation that you will owe tomorrow like imagine now so many people can't even pay their rent because they're not working and they can't so imagine that they're demanding them to pay their rent suppose he asks you to pay now the debts that you may incur this entire year or even after many years they replied how can we be obliged to pay any debts or obligations that we will incur at some future date how can they charge us for something that is not even now it's gonna be in 10 years like imagine in 10 years you owe so much money because you built a house and they're gonna ask you to pay it today so they, they say how can we be obliged to pay any debts or obligations that we will incur at some future date we might not live long enough to incur them in the first place surely we can only be required to pay debts when it when and if we incur them at that time only so the, the people were telling that Sadiq like the only fair thing is that you, the, the, you're obliged to pay a debt that you owe at that moment not the future debt so that Sadiq said then you understand that specific times justify and require that certain demands are made of you in accordance with the needs of those times Hashem equips you with the appropriate income he gives you everything you need he gives you exactly what you need maybe you feel you need more but Hashem knows this is what you need now and he does not require you to fulfill his requirements before their proper time the people agreed if so you should realize how inappropriate it is to request that Hashem pay you for things you have not yet done imagine that you hire uh, a company to come in in three months to to polish your floor and they're they're making you pay three months in advance that's not that's not right you should pay maybe half and then when they're done with the job you pay the rest so the tzaddik then drove home his point he said why then do i see that you ask hashem for earnings of years and even decades decades in advance you have no idea how long you will live and whether you will have earned the rewards you are demanding so how can you ask for hashem things for the future if you don't even know if you're gonna be here in those days and um and the, and you're demanding for it so some of you require guarantee of, of, of income for a wife and children who have not yet even been born 
or even be conceived. And it is not only a guarantee of food and shelter you demand for this potential family that you don't even have yet, and you demand from the outset much more in return for what you might achieve in some future time, yet you have no guarantee you will ever reach that time. So the tzaddik continued, it is not enough that you are making conditions about the future, you are not even paying the slightest attention to the fact that you did not fulfill your past obligations when Hashem has already provided everything you need at, at that moment. So what he's saying is that tzaddik is that many people ask Hashem for things for the future that are not even real right now and uh, and and it's not it's not uh, feasible like you cannot be asking uh, when you're 20 years old Hashem if I if I start learning Torah today uh, please give me my income for my wife and my children for the rest of my life and he's not even married he doesn't even have a girlfriend yet so this is what the tzaddik is saying is saying like people make demands of God that are for 10 years in advance you don't even know if you're gonna be alive then and, and you don't even know if that's gonna be your situation so we should never demand from God anything we should never feel entitled that entitled personality is really bad we should on the other hand be grateful for everything he gives us acknowledge every braha he gives us every second of the day that we're breathing really it's a blessing from God and we should always say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you all day. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. I always tell people, accustom yourselves to saying Baruch Hashem. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Even if you're not so good, say Baruch Hashem. Because when you acknowledge the goodness, when you're always thanking the goodness, then that's what your life is going to be. All goodness. You're going to see it everything, even in the, in the bounty, in everything. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.